Let's talk about life, the ups and downs it throws at us, while we pick ourselves up and learn to move forward, along with a little bit of sports and everyday talk added in. Let's dive deep. Thanks for diving back in. And I am really, really hoping everybody has been continuing to not just start the year off with a new me, but continue pushing forward and taking everything day by day to keep building upon yourself every day. Not let an individual downfall or a lapse or I guess even a pretty big stumble or fall, make it to where you can't get back up and continue taking the steps forward. Because I have had quite a, a handful of terrible eating days so far. I'll be doing great. Throughout the week, that's the easy part. Get up, you have your normal daily work schedule of, you know, I got my gym, I got I got my, my work, I got the way I'm going to bring my lunch. I bring my two to two and a half pounds of shredded chicken, the way it's made, and the way we sit there and my wife, the way Tara will slow cook it, and it falls apart, shreds it. It is every day, two and a half pounds of chicken. Drink my gallon or so of water every day, get my lift in every day. And then once I get out of work on Friday, once once the weekend hits, and it's Saturday, and I, I'm out of my rhythm. I'm out of that just, I don't want to say the safe spot, spot just the, the routine. You get the routine, and all of a sudden you got the wide open time. Next thing you know, I'm standing in the pantry. I'm open in the fridge. I'm consistently looking in the places I know I shouldn't be. And it's about becoming more self-aware and sticking to self-control, which I know everybody, if they're anything like me, is a very hard challenge to not sit there and every time you see just a cookie, like, oh, one, one quick cookie, one quick cookie. Ah, what's one cookie going to do? Ah, whatever, another cookie. Ah, especially now the kids driving our plate of dinner. I'm going to go have another. I'm just going to have, you know, two good fillings right here. Kids are done with their stuff. You just finished your second bit. You're full. And all of a sudden, the kids have half their food still on all their plates. I'm full on this. I'm just going to toss it. Dump it on my plate. Get back in that rhythm of, hey, I'm going to. Not have that second plate just yet. I'm going to keep nibbling a little bit. They're about to be done soon. There's my second plate. About being more self-aware. Being able to not indulge. Even when you know it's wrong. Because if, again, anybody has the way that it happens with me, I know I will indulge. And then as you're doing it, you immediately, in the moment are already feeling shitty about eating shitty. And then because you're eating shitty and you feel shitty, you then fill it to make yourself feel better by eating shittier because now it's becoming comfort food because you're already, I'm already past that. Oh, nope. Now I'm, now I'm doubling down on being shitty with it. Just bad decisions. And then continuing down the road where you know this is not where you want to be and how you want it to be. But then can just make the conscious effort each time to make the wrong decision. And the self-awareness of knowing that this is not what I want to do and taking the step back. It's, it's not an easy task, not by far. I was doing really good with it last year. Not 2023, but in 2022. I really got in a great rhythm in 2022. 2023, there was, it was really hectic. 
beginning part of the year, knowing we were going to probably be coming back, um, having to move, having everything kind of transpire, getting up here, getting settled in, and just not being in a rhythm at all. And that's an excuse. It's a complete excuse because there are no real villains in the story but yourself. You can point all you want to elsewhere, but really it's standing in front of the mirror. That's who in the end dictates what you put in your body. It's yourself. You can sit there and complain about, well, it's easier. I didn't have time or all these things. Well, everyone seems to have time to sit on their phones. Everyone always has time to be on their phone. Everyone always has time to do the things that aren't always good for them. They have time to go do that. Oh, I didn't have time to make food. So you had time to then get in your car and drive and go get some McDonald's or a Burger King or Taco Bell. You had time to go do that. Go pick up the pizza. It's it's always an excuse to take away the responsibility for what we're doing. And I really hope everybody who does listen and everybody who is kind of following a little bit, because I like to jump around. I like to kind of keep it, where am I going next with it? But these are simple core things that I'm going to touch on a lot. And I really, anyone who is listening, everyone who wants to, I really hope we get in a groove here, all, all of us together, you know, reach out. I have, you know, my, my, my brother is a personal trainer. He has made giant strides in where he is and gives me pointers. I've been doing this, this shit and working out and stuff way longer than him because I'm eight years older, but he's got better insight. He's got close friends that are amazing personal trainers. Andreas, one of his buddies, is an amazing personal trainer who has many connections, who has all these great ways to do different things. And get yourself in a good structure of what to do. And my brother's taken a lot of that and taken a lot from everywhere else. And my he, he does. He goes, hey, here's, here's a good workout for you. Here's a good lift for you. Hey, you're working on this. Do this. He comes out. We do a couple of lifts here and there every now and then. When we, he gets to come out and we spend time. And they're, I've been working out doing lots of different stuff. But I'm kind of in that old, this is what I'm working on because this is what I'm used to. And he'll introduce different kind of technique, different form, you know, the different angle. I, I never did with the deltoid side deltoids where you're on an angle leaning, you hold on to the cable leaning on a 45 degree angle, then extending it never did it that way. Never even seen anybody do it that way. And that definitely gives you a really good focus on what it is, but we all got to be there for each other. We got to be there with each other. We got to continue to prosper and move forward and and no, this isn't going to be, hey, next week we're going to be different. Hey, next week I'm going to look so different. It's going to take time. But staying consistent is the main task. The hardest part about going to the gym isn't actually working out. It's actually going. That's the hardest part. Once you're there, you're like, ah, I'm already here. Let's do it. I can put in the effort. I can put on. Let's do the sweat equity right now. Let's go. Give me the weights. Give me the cardio. Give me whatever we're doing. I'm here. Let's do it. But the excuses that come in to give you reasoning, nah, I'll start tomorrow. I'm going to take today. I'm sore today. Well, guess what? You're going to be sore tomorrow but then you're also going to be a day removed from being able to make progress. If you're at the point where I'm not going to injure myself, take the day split. You know, you don't want to go five, six, seven days a week. There's no need to do that four or five days a week. That's ideal. And split it. Don't just do five straight days. Give yourself a, a day in there. Do you know, two, two day off two day off. Keep going. Two on, day off three, threes and twos. Give yourself a day in the middle to take a breath, do what you got to do, and get back at it. But make sure you hit everything. Get get at it. Stay focused. Stay consistent. 
that's where we're all going to make progress together. We're all going to get to look at these goals. And that's another thing too. Don't just be like, oh, I'm just looking to get in shape. I'm just looking to do this. Set actual goals. Otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. You're going through the motions. You're just being there to be there. And you're not really focused on any actual number. Whether it's weight, fat percentage, whether it's what you're trying to lift weight-wise, come up with goals and shoot for those and then start knocking them down. And by next month, I want, I want to be five pounds less. That's your goal for this month. Along with it, I want to be able to be able to do the, you know, the three miles on the treadmill. I want to be able to do it in 36 minutes. I want to be able to consistently hit that 12-minute mile. Okay. But you got to be able to set the goal. So you're actively keeping track of something instead of just going through the motions of, well, I'm here. I'm doing stuff. I'm, I'm out here. I'm part of the game, guys. You you have to make note of where you're at and the progress you're making and be able to fine-tune where you need to get, get better, need help, need to focus more. Certain areas might be moving smoothly. Hey, I'm, I'm making great progress in my shoulders, but man, my... I'm not getting anywhere in my chest. Well, maybe a little extra focus towards your chest, a little less in your shoulders. Get that to balance out. Add a couple extra lifts here and a couple less here. So your body's not overdoing it in certain areas and you're still balanced in where you're going. But again, you're not going to know where you're at and what you're doing if you're not keeping a close eye on it. Going through the motions. Well, I did my lifts today. I came, I did my, my four different workouts. What would you do? I did incline and and I did some flat bench dumbbell and I did the cable flies and, you know, uh, the bench machine. All right. Well, how many reps did you do? How many sets did you do for each workout? What, what, what's your goal looking like? What are you trying to do? Are you switching up sets? Are you switching up reps and sets? Are you doing a pyramid? Are you doing like a 12, 12, 10, 10? Are you just doing three sets and you're done? Three sets of 10 and walking away. Are you pushing yourself hard? Are you just going through the motions? You won't know what you're doing and how you're doing it unless you keep an actual track of it. I'm starting to switch it up a little bit with myself. Instead of just doing the normal, I'm doing you know three three chest workouts here. I'm going to do, or not three, three, three sets. Got my incline going. All right, cool. I did my warm-up set. Now I hit three, three sets. No. I'm looking to do six. First one's the warm up, and then I'm looking and I'm, I'm shooting for ten to twelve reps. I'm not looking to go crazy high in weight. Find a good weight. I know I can get twelve solid reps for. To where I'm like, okay, here's a good initial one. Then I'm going to jump up to where I'm. I'm looking to push. I can get ten to twelve reps and really push myself for another good two sets. Okay, I'm fatiguing and I really pushed out. I got my ten. I got 11 that time. I'm not going to be able to get, I know I'm not getting 10 to 12 on the next time through. Lower it five pounds, lower it 10 pounds. And I'm going to hit that one for two more sets. Boom, got my six full sets up. Using that to go out, I'm, I'm looking to get a little bit more length in my reps and my sets instead of just, I got, I got, you know, I, I, I did a great one. I got eight, eight on the last rep. I was really pushing really hard though. My shoulder, my, I'm having some issues injury wise and fatigue in my shoulder. I have to switch it up. Certain areas, certain things, I have to be able to keep myself making progress because I feel like I'm stalling out, but I got to get out of the mind frame of, I'm just doing it my way. I'm, I'm going to do it the way I've been doing it. Switch it up. I have to be different. I have to be better. But again, everybody, just keep going. Keep at it. You know, it's, it's still, we're almost one month down. Nothing's going to change overnight. Being able to look past the bad foods. Again, even if it's something as simple as, I, I gave this example. I know it's the stupidest way to look at it. But when you're walking past something, you know you're going to want. Whether it's the cookie, whether it's the snack, whether it's you know you shouldn't have it. It's a shitty food that tastes so good. Think of it as literally shit. 
Would you eat that delicious tasting fat filled sugar filled snack if that was just dropped in the toilet? Not even saying there's shit water in there. No, no one went to the bathroom in it yet, but it's like, ah, oh, I dropped it and pick it up real quick out of the toilet. Would you still eat it? Because I visualize that happening at times, and I really believe that just happened. And then I start to think, how's that going to taste? I don't really have a taste for that right now. And it buys me that, just I can walk away now. I right now don't have that taste. Get the fuck away from it. Chug some water. Go have a protein shake. Then chug some water. Anything. Stay away from the junk. What can we do at all to just one step at a time make progress and then build upon it? Continue to build so we can keep making the progress we need. And then don't stand still. No one should be happy with, oh, look at how much weight I lost. Oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to have some cheat days. Cheat days turn into cheat weeks, which then turns into, man, I haven't been in a gym in a couple of weeks. Man, when was the last time I went to the gym? I can't remember the last time I drank a bunch of water. Oh, I'm drinking pop again. I'm eating chips again. I've been I've had fast food three or four times this week and pizza and it's nonstop then. You lose your rhythm. Stay the course. Keep at it. Stay strong. And it's not just about physically strong. It starts in your head. Keep it in your heart. Move forward. Stay mentally strong. Become carnivorous at it. Don't stop the hunger for wanting to improve. That's That's got to be a, a big part of it. You don't want to slow down. You don't want to just be happy with who you are. And... I really hope everybody continues to benefit from a day-by-day, be-better-than-yesterday approach. And drink in, not just on physical side, too. You might be doing great there, but maybe mentally and emotionally to improve. To not take things so immediate without thought. You hear something and, oh my God, what happened? Why would someone say something like that? Well, one who's telling you is this person telling you because they need you to fly off the handle because they know how to push your buttons because they need the sympathy. Are you going to blindly start listening to them? So now you're on their side without really thinking it through. And now you're believing this person who's saying someone else is saying stuff. Be better. Think about it for a second. Take time to analyze the situations. Take a couple breaths. Don't react, even whether it's something like that, whether it's your neighbor, you know, coming by and doing whatever and coming to, too close to your place or it's doing whatever and he parked on your grass a little bit and lose your, you ruined my grass like, a, like an asshole. Like, let's have a, a, a constructive conversation. Belittling somebody is just going to make them want to do it more. It's going to make them want to just revolt even more. If that's what's going to increase the anger and and throw fuel on the fire. You know, it's that's what we got to do. Is just stick to our goals. First, we got to make our goals, and then we got to stick to them. And it's okay to fail. It's okay to fall. Because remember, we can get back up. Keep trying. Don't stop. That's an important way to keep looking at every day. And it's going to be a long year and don't look at it just years and months and days and weeks it's got your whole life better we do now better it gets as we keep going try not to keep putting it off and we have everything at our fingertips to help us 
every instead of looking at our fingertips where our phones are to continually help drive us mad with anger and anxiety and hatred for everything or to just dumb us down because that's all it seems to be doing is just distracting us it's all it does is really distract us i mean can you remember i remember i i i have like the perfect time frame my generation here of being right in the cusp of having all this technology and right before it all came where we just we had to keep ourselves occupied play outside we our, our parents didn't just oh man is, is dave home yet no we'll call him on his phone tell him he's got to get home nope my mom would stand on the front porch fingers in her mouth whistle and if i was within like a four block radius i would hear that whistle like oh shit street lights are on i didn't get home yet i jump on that bike and i'm home and again, there was no like, oh, man, where's everybody at? Oh, call them up. Oh, text everybody. Everybody would just jump on a bike and drive around. Go to the first kid's house. Hey, is Bobby there? No, okay. Hey, is uh, Billy there? Oh, okay, sorry. You drive up, boom. You drive past Pat's house. There's Pat. There's six six or seven bikes in his, on his front lawn. Oh, cool. Everybody's at Pat's house. Hanging out enjoying what are we doing we watching whatever it's going to be but that's how you found people playing in the yard doing whatever and someone doing hoops that's how you found kids back in the day and then when i got to high school it was still the same situation cell phones still in the beginning weren't the thing everybody went to circle park it's the weekend all the kids in the entire area where's everybody going well at some point by about seven o'clock everyone's going up to circle park Everyone either meets there to figure out where's everybody going from here because by 10 o'clock, cops are coming, curfew's there. We have to be gone because the park's closed. You had to find ways to have fun. You knew how to get in touch with people and to communicate properly to where you didn't have to. You didn't just depend on a phone to do your thinking for you. I mean, remember when, like, something as simple as, like, taking a shit was just literally taking a shit instead of all of a sudden you go into the bathroom to take a shit and all of a sudden you come out, like, 45 minutes later after you watch the next uh, episode of whatever you're watching and you get done, you're like, man, how long was I in there? Because you just lose track of time. The phones just steal your time, but we always seem to never have enough time to do what we need to do. But these things distract the fuck out of us. And it's it's crazy. And it's overlooked. People are spending so much time. Oh, I got to be a TikToker. I got to be a YouTuber. I got to do dumb shit so I can get on the internet. Because everybody needs their phones to, to make a life for them. Instead of go have a life. Go outside. Man, just going out in the... There was no just staying in there. You got to, like, coax kids. Like, trick them into go out and play. I mean, being younger, that's all we ever want to do. Can I go outside? Can I go in the yard? Can I go outside now? Can I go out and play? Now you almost... As a parent, like, will you please go outside? Will you please go do something other than try to watch TV? Or you're on your tablet? Or... Are you, what are you doing? Can you just, is there anything we can get you to go do? I will go out there. Will you, let's go dribble a basketball. Let's go play catch. Do you want to go ride your bike? Just kids nowadays, anything. Nobody wants to. And even if the kids do get together outside, they're all just standing around looking at their fucking phones. What are you guys texting each other as you're standing next to each other? You know, you can look up and just get it done quicker by saying the words. It's just crazy ridiculous. And I'm not Mr. Like, oh, back in my day, I remember old Sonny. And back in my day, I had to walk, you know, both, both, both ways up to school, both, both ways uphill. Like, <laughs> oh, Sonny. I mean, I feel like it. I mean, time is flying by. And on a daily basis, it just seems like everyone's getting dumber. 
Nobody wants the truth. They want what's easy to hear. And the phones in their fingertips will give them whatever information they want. Whatever you want to hear, whatever you want point of view wise, you can find something that's going to repeat it to you and say, look, see, here it is. Well, I mean, shit. Abraham Lincoln said it best. I mean, if it's on the internet, it must be true. You know? I mean, I've said that quote quite a few times and people do look at me and go, you really said that? It's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just go play in traffic. Because it's sad. People will listen to whatever is said that they want to hear. And just, that's it. See, it's true. Why? What, well, did you see that headline? Well, did you read the article? Well, the headline said the thing I like to, you know, that, that's my point. But that's not what it is. Did you read in the article where it actually contradicts the headline? They're misleading you. Everything about the news is misleading. you. What side are you on? Red or blue? You're going to tune into those stations and they're going to feed you what you want to hear to make you feel right, to make you hate the other side. So you will not admit the way your thinking is wrong because both sides are wrong because it's ridiculous with the amount of just under the table tomfoolery that goes on nonstop. But then on top of that, how you can have multiple news, I say, I'm saying that with air quotes here, news networks and affiliates come out and can say the exact same thing about an, um, a headline. Like the exact same, like, uh, not the same thing, but the same topic that they're talking about and have completely opposite news stories. Well, if I'm not mistaken, and I didn't go to college to be a journalist, but you're supposed to have multiple sources that are confirmed prior to going forward with a story. And now it's just talk show. All of this shit is now talk show. Opinion, take a nugget of truth, take the thing that's happening, and that's the nugget. It's just the, it's the subject. Everything else is opinion-based. So which side are we feeding it to is then the, the next difference. Blue or red? So who are we talking shit about? And then who are we throwing under buses? And then how do we make each side hate each other more? It's a sad situation. It really is. The border. Let's shut down. We can't shut down the border. We got to let everybody in. Why? Why would you want everybody to come in? Well, that's what it is here. We we welcome people. No, we don't. That's why we have immigration. Do it the right way. Well, they're coming from terrible areas. All right. Well, how about the the person who doesn't have it as good as you and thinks he's got a terrible situation? Can he just come and take everything he wants from your house? Well, no, that's theft. He can't come in here. That's my house. Right. Because that's your property, your barrier around your house, your front door you keep closed. <coughs> because you don't want people just coming in and doing stuff they shouldn't. You don't want just anybody to lie. Oh, all these children, they're coming in with their family. You don't know who anybody is. You don't have proof this person who's carrying this has that kid who's that. There's no proof. And they're willingly letting people just, just child trafficking. But the people, you're making it worse. The drugs that are coming in. Oh, yeah, well, you know, the, 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 the shut the borders down, you guys are assholes. Like, no, you're the assholes. Why don't you don't go, go back down and pretend to cry at the fence? Oh, I'm crying at the gate because it's so sad. Oh, at the cages that Obama built? 
Oh yeah, yeah. But blame Trump, even though they were they were there from you know the previous president who actually put them there. Which again comes back to when Biden was right there with him as the vice president. But let's just point fingers where they don't belong, but continue to do the same things in every situation. Anybody who wants to come into this country and do bad things, all you got to do is just go, go go over to Mexico, come up across the border, and boom, you're in our country now. You want to come in from a bad country who hates us? Want to come in and do bad things to us? Well, you don't have to fly over and try to sneak onto a plane or come over in a ship anymore. Just come in through Mexico and just come up with everybody else. And they'll actually give you free housing up in New York or Chicago because they got to be virtue signaling. We got a virtue signal. We got to be woke. You don't have money to do anything for your actual tax paying constituents, your actual citizens that live there. You have no money for you're broke. You're you're bankrupt. But let's just like take millions and millions of other people and just give them free houses. What about your, I don't know, veterans? Oh, pretty much. Oh, yeah, fuck them. What about your actual homeless and needy American citizens? The disenfranchised already here who need help. While inflation goes through the roof. Looks like all those uh, stimulus checks really panned out in the long run, huh, guys? Take out trillions of dollars that they just pretty much filter right back into their corrupt pockets. Also, everybody can get like $3,500. If everybody got all of that, it came out to like $600 billion, maybe. If every, if they, if like 200 Americans, I think it was, if like 150 or 200 million Americans got that stimulus check for whatever it was, like $3,600. Like the total, like the average of whatever it was over the time, it came out to like $600 billion. Trillions were taken out. It was to help us. Trillions were taken out. So where's the other trillions? In their pockets, funding their stuff, giving them more power to just take more money from us, position them against us. But let's give them more. They'll give the freedom back. <laughs> no, they won't. That would be like giving the drug dealer more than just the corner. Hey, we'll give you the whole block because if you take that and the other guy over there might stop shooting at us or something, here, we'll give you the whole block. But then, you know, when you take care of that guy across the street, just give us a block back and go back to the corner. Nah, he's going to take your block and then the block he just beat the other guy out of. Now he's got two blocks. You know, he started with the corner. But guess what? He's got the power now. You don't. You gave it to him thinking it's going to be safer for you. Sure seems to keep blowing up in your faces. They're, they're not out for us. They're out for themselves. It's a sad world we do live in. But we have to wake up. We have to be there for each other. Stop watching the damn news. It's all propaganda. It's all bullshit. They don't want you to know the truth of anything. How often do they just get on there and just spew the first stupid thing they can say? To where you just go, what the fuck? Motherfuckers. And now that that's in your head what you think's going on. It, this shit happened 12 minutes ago. How in the fuck could they have any information? This shit happened 12 minutes ago. They're just spewing shit. And guess what? You're dumb enough to buy it. Lock, stock, and barrel. You bought it. Now you're just, you're fuming. And then weeks later, the truth comes out. Let's sweep it under the rug. Okay, hey, uh, let's just kind of uh, glance past uh, what happened here. Whenever there's an issue with when they make a mistake, they don't put it back on page one. And I'll, I'll, I'll still just ship it in. I, you know, hey, can you go to uh, the fifth section, page, you know, page 57, and uh, put, put that small little, hey, uh, we fucked up, just reel down towards the bottom there, yeah, underneath the, uh, you know, the di- baby diaper ad. No, nobody's going to give a shit. No one's going to see it. Well, we put the correction out there. Nobody fucking sees that shit. You don't go back out on the news like, oh, see, sorry, everybody. We really royally fucked up. We completely made up that story. We thought it was going to turn out that way. We had no actual information. We didn't know shit about shit. We just really were hoping it would pan out the way we said. 
It clearly didn't. But now that you already heard it and you bought it as news in the first place, we're not going to talk shit about it no more. And uh, now you still have it in your head that that's how it happened. So, yeah, we're just going to let that go. It's bullshit. Complete bullshit. You know, you start looking at all the shit going down there. They're like fucking threatening the Florida, or not Florida, the, the Texas fucking border patrol. The fucking, like, the, the actual National Guard down there for Texas to take shit down. And, oh, no, we need people to, to come into our country, man. You're going to really fuck up our election, dude. How are we going to get our, uh, we need those voters. They need to get up here so we can tell them where to vote. Got to vote for the D, man. Got to get wherever there's a D next to it. That's who you got to vote for. And we'll give you a house. Yeah, we'll let you sex, you know, sexual or whatever, uh, child traffic, sexual you know, traffic, uh, sex trafficking with all the other young women that come up. Yeah, we don't give a shit about that. We just need to stay in office. We need to stay in power. Ah! We're coming to get you. It's like, are you fucking crazy? It's their state. It's the it's the United States border. It's Texas's border. Fuck off. And it's actually helping corral it to an actual checkpoint with them being like, well, you know, people are dying and they're being found and they're in a bad spot and they're dying because they can't get through the stuff. Well, then they shouldn't go to those spots. They shouldn't be doing that in the first place. So that's on them. Play stupid games. Win stupid fucking prizes. It's not that difficult. It really is not. But the stupid fucking bullshit that goes on. And they throw it out there, but then they fucking skew it to where then it's about an us versus them or this versus that. It's it's a sovereign safety of our country. We are a fucking constitutional republic. So stop trying to take our constitution away from us and hand everything we do out to others for free. I mean, they're pushing so much for this to be a social. How bad is it out there right now? And this isn't even socialism yet, but they're creeping us closer to it with everything driving up in price. Everything's going up. Everything's going up. Everything's going up. Well, it's the, uh, you know, it's the capitalist society. No, it's not. Well, you know, the, the, the fair share don't pay their taxes completely false and misrepresented. Look into the actual stats of it. They pay like 98% of all of the real taxes. The rich. But they don't want you to hear that or see that or know that. They just want more. So what happens? Well, the price has to go. I need to make more money to flip a burger. Now you can't survive on that. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to go get a real job. Go get a real thing. Instead of being the burger flipper for life, I don't know, be a janitor, right? Be a car salesman. Go be a fucking electrician. Do something. Be a receptionist at a law practice or a doctor's office. Be a file clerk. Have some other situation where... Instead, you're going to be like, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to work at McDonald's for 38 years. Are you, are you looking to own a McDonald's or you just want to flip burgers and are you expecting a pension on that? Well, no, I can't survive on this. You're not supposed to. That's supposed to be for younger people going there to just be able to start making some money, get something to put on their resume, get through the stuff. And if they really like it and it works well, continue working the way of like, hey, I want to be the manager. Hey, I'm going to do this. Hey, I'm putting time into this. I'm going to school. I'm going to actually go further with this. And I'm not going to be like a fucking representative. I'm going to keep climbing this fucking ladder through here. Not like, no, I'm going to want, I want to make 15. I got to make $20 an hour. Did you see me make those fries? I need $20 an hour for that. Yeah, go go to fucking McDonald's and go get yourself a number one. It costs you fucking 14 bucks. You should go get a number one from McDonald's. It used to be like $5.99. But no, you assholes don't understand how inflation is. And you just want to hand shit out. And these are the same assholes, though, that want everyone to come into the country and everyone to come in here. Well, fine. 
let them move in with you. Well, no. Well, then let them come into your neighborhood. Well, not my, not my neighborhood. Well, I'm sorry, it's a gated community. So you can have yourself in a gated community with a security guard and one way in, one way out, where you come through a gate that opens. But we want to do that for our country, and it makes us racists, all kinds of differentists, isms. It's like, oh, wow, hot meat kettle. There you go. Do as I say, not as I do. These same people who would never at night walk through the bad neighborhoods. But then when we sit there, they will continue to just complain. Gun laws. Actually, gun laws aren't helping. They make it harder for good people to get them. Because if you haven't noticed, I'm pretty sure it's the criminals that never follow the laws. That's where the issue comes into play. But let's make it harder for me and you to get what we need. But, yeah, the criminal won't go out and get the gun illegally. He'll follow that rule. Just like he'll, you know, not kill people and rob people and rape people. I mean... I see those stupid things out there. You know, people should really, the men should have like seminar. There should be things that go on and tell men not to rape. Well, we do know not to rape. It's the fucked up rapists who don't fucking care because they're criminals. They're fucked up. It's the same way as saying that people shouldn't murder people. They're going to do it because these are fucked up people. But then it's also got to be a self, there's got to be a self restraint upon ourselves to start not putting ourselves in situations. If Am I knowingly going to walk through a bad neighborhood carrying a duffel bag with, you know, dollar bills on it, showing that I could just walk out of a bank? Hey, this bag here has got a bunch of money and expect to walk out of a bad neighborhood intact with the bag of money. And then you got, I mean, it's so different from when I was still younger and things were like, oh, that's a sexual thing she's wearing. Ooh, she's wearing a halter top. Chicks now literally go out without fucking hardly clothes on. Like their ass cheeks are literally showing and their tits are pretty much right there. You're like, that's what people wear now. Okay. That's crazy. And they'll be like, why am I being looked at like a piece of meat? Because you're dressing like that's what you want everyone to do. And then when you get raped, you go, why would, how does this happen to me? Don't present yourself so a fucker who's going to be a crazy asshole is going to take full advantage of that now. You just showed him everything he wants. There's got to be some point where we start looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, okay, what do I have to do to actually do things and make sure I'm protected as well? I can't just expect everybody to follow the same rules I expect myself to follow because everybody isn't a good person. I'm not even a good person, but I know there's so many people out there that will not hesitate to just throw caution to the wind and literally kill or fuck, fuck me up or family, anybody. You have to be able to think for yourself and be able to go out there and not put yourself in compromising situations. We have to do that together. We have to be there for each other. When you see somebody going into an area, a friend of yours, we're going out like, you know, hey, Amy, you know, you, you might be a little too revealing to me. Oh, we're going to the club. Like, yeah, but we're going to have to watch your drinks because somebody might slip something in there because you are leaving yourself. They're just going to flip that skirt up if they get the chance to. If we don't see you for five minutes, someone probably stole you. You can, why would you come out that revealing? As a guy, again, it's a double standard. It's not like dudes can really go out and be that revealing. It's like, yeah, cool. Wear a muscle shirt. Do this. Do that. We're in a way different, it's a way different ball game. I understand that. I'm a father of two daughters. I understand the fear that's out there coming from myself on the future down the line for them. So they have to understand as well, don't put yourself in a compromising situation 
and put yourself out there to where someone's going to take full advantage of something because they're bad people. And we do have to teach the young men as they're growing up to be more respectful. And, and, and everybody, all kids now have to be more respectful because you're not allowed to fucking hardly yell at your kids anymore because you're getting fucking DCFS to show up. Mom, mommy or daddy was mad at me. what they do? They yelled meanly. Oh, that's it. I mean, back then you used to get the shit beat out of you and you kept your mouth shut. Those were the rules. You didn't listen, you got your ass whipped. And guess what? We fucking listened because we got sick of getting our ass whipped. Nowadays, you get a timeout. What the fuck is a timeout going to do? They're going to sit over there, and after a while, a timeout ain't going to mean shit because there's no real repercussion for it. Sitting over there for five minutes and just be quiet? What the fuck are they learning from that? Yeah, that works in hockey. You get a five-minute major. Cool, go sit in the penalty box. You can come right back out of the penalty box. You're going to punch somebody in the face again if you want because that's what you are. That's who you are. It's like, holy shit. There has to be repercussions for your actions. That's how you learn. You don't learn there's repercussions. You don't learn there's a limit in what happens if something... Well, I took away their tablet. All right, did they still get to turn around and watch TV? Did they turn around and pick something else up in their toys? So you didn't, they didn't learn anything. They just got the one thing taken away, and they were able to find a way to stay occupied by doing other stuff. They didn't get a slap on the ass, go cry in their bedroom for 10 minutes, come back out. I love you. Love you too. Hey, how's it going? Good. And then, hey, guess what? It's like it never happened. But guess what? They're going to think next time, like, oh, wait, if I do that again, I'm going to be in trouble. I don't, I don't want to do that. I'm going to get spanking. But nowadays, they don't get that. Nowadays, you can't do that stuff. You can't be mean. You can't give your child the discipline necessary. That's why everyone's got a sh- fucking shit fucking attitude. All these young assholes in their fucking 20s now and early 30s and shit. All these fucking entitled douchebags who, like, I came out of college. I need to fucking, I need to be the VP of the company. I expect a leadership role. Okay, well, what's your experience? Um, I went to college. Yeah, uh, so back to my question. Well, what's your experience? What, 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 can you, what can you tell me about, you know, that can prove you deserve this? College! Right, so you have no experience. You have no actual experience. So hands-on, truthful experience. You just know what some asshole told you to learn based on what he wants you to learn, which is now new scripture to you. And you pass tests based on whatever the fuck that was. If there were tests, if there was anything, real tests, and then you had to whatever. It's like none of that shit matters. There's no hands-on experience anymore. I mean, shit, when I got out of being a fucking engineer, when I got out of my apprenticeship, and it's like, cool, me and the guy who's 20 years in, we have the same amount of money we're making, and we have the same job. I had the shittier shift, whatever, but it's like, he's going to know we have the same exact fucking job. He knows way more than me because of his experience. I look at it now 20 goddamn years later. I wish I could go back there knowing the things I know now, and when they were teaching me the shit that I was like nodding to, like, okay, I'm just going to remember what I need to remember from the test. Yeah, cool. Got an A on the test. Oh, got another hundred. Oh, got another hundred. Got done with the class. Okay. Hey, what's going on with this uh, chiller over here? I don't know. Well, you know the evaporator side and the condenser side? I don't know. Can you point to the evaporator side? I don't know. How did you pass the test? I, I, I put it to what he told me, what the book said. What did the book say? It said A was this, C was that. Like, oh my God, we just remember what it needs to be. Going back, knowing what I know now, and then going over everything, it would have been like, wow, okay. So be hands-on first, then learn it through the book, and then you know what the fuck the book is even talking about. Electricity. They're talking about this and line voltages and all these different things and three phases and all this. Yeah, okay, cool. Until you're around this shit and you go, they're like, hey, what kind of, how many phases is that? I don't know. Well, what the vo- what's the voltage on that unit? Uh, I don't know. Do you have your meter? No. 
Well, can, can you look at it? Give me an idea. How, what kind of breakers is it on? Is, on a, what, what, is it a disconnect, a breaker? What do you got? Oh, can you tell me anything? <laughs> you know, I, now you might not know it offhand, but you're like, hey, I know it's either 277 or 480. Based on what it's looking at, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be high voltage. I don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, two or three pole. What, what we're going to be looking at here, it's coming off of this. So it's probably a three pole. Probably, you know, you probably got 277 going across. But guess what? They don't do it that way. You learn out of a book to pass tests, then you got to try to learn on the fly in the field and hope it makes sense. Years later go by and you're like, motherfucker. You know, it's just a sad goddamn world. It really is. And it goes on and on and on and on. But we got to be better. We got to hold ourselves accountable. We got to be able to look at the people around us and just not be quiet all the time. And let the stupid people always feel entitled. Like, see, I was right. Nobody contradicted me. No, we just don't feel like arguing with you because it's not going to do us any good. Well, at some point, someone's going to have to because then those are the people that will continue to move forward that way. They're, you're, I mean, I really hate to say it, but you're, they're being enabled. Society enables them because the right people actually shut up because we're, we know it's going to be a fight and it's not worth the argument. But at some point, you got to throw it in the towel and be like, you know what? Yeah. Let's do this. Knowing that it's probably not going to go well for you and the one-on-one whatever, because they're going to get heated and they're going to get whatever and emotional. And all you're going to be doing is, I'm, I'm just telling you how it is. I'm telling you what it is. Here's the facts. That's not what it is. What would you? My professor said. My teacher said. What is he basing it on? So you're basing it on what? A third-hand experience? Have you been around it yet? Have you actually dealt with it? I think I'm so smart. I, I'm educated. No, you're not. You're not educated. You're indoctrinated. Big difference. But that's what it is now. How can we indoctrinate everybody? Well, let's start by making it impossible for us to live on a one income situation. So now you got to have two incomes, which means the kids are being taught and looked after by the state. The schools are from start to finish and then after school programs and or daycares or someone else is always at the helm of teaching your kids. Hey, don't, don't tell mommy or daddy this. Hey, let's keep this as our secret. Hey, let's just, because we're teaching all the wrong shit. I mean, all this other shit too, you know, with the transgender and all of the other bullshit that goes on. Well, we need to teach these young kids about transgenderism and that we can, we can be a different sex. Really? Why don't you go to work and say stuff like this around work? What would happen? You'd get flagged for sexual harassment, inappropriate talk at work. You can't talk about that stuff at work. That's weird. I couldn't talk about sexual stuff at work, but let's talk about this stuff around six and seven year olds. But if we say, hey, don't talk about that about my kids. Oh, well, you must be an ist or an ism somehow. No, I don't want you talking about shit that shouldn't be talked about with a confused little child who doesn't understand anything. Well, they need to learn because they don't know if they're in their right body. Well, why don't we just give them a pack of smokes? Well, no. No, you wouldn't say, let's just let the kids smoke then? You wouldn't, well, let's give my car keys. He could drive. All right, he doesn't know. He might think he's 20. Or shit, he might even think he's 25. Give him the bottle of fucking bourbon. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what he's thinking, right? He might think he's a 25-year-old. Here, let's, you know what? Let's send him off to war. He's seven years old. Let's let him jump in the airplane. He'll fly the fighter jets. Well, no. Why? Well, he's not mentally developed yet for those things. Hmm. That's an odd thing to say. They're not mentally developed yet. Their, their cortex isn't quite there to make those kind of decisions on smoking and drinking, driving cars, and but you want to confuse them about shit they don't even know anything about yet. If they're a boy or a girl, what their feelings are, what they're attracted to. I didn't know I was attracted to big titty blondes when I was a kid. Had a thing for, you know, big titty brunettes. 
I didn't know big titties were going to be a thing I liked. But then guess what? As I got a little bit older, on top of that, out of my 20s, big titties were nice. But you know what? I like a nice ass. Huh. I guess five-year-old me, I, if you would have told me that, I should have known that, right? Shit that down the line, you start really getting a different eye for, a little thing here. No one fucking knows. But let's start confusing kids on completely chopping their body parts off because it's going to be really woke. And if you don't do it, you're an ist. You, you are against our movement. It's a movement, exactly. It's about literally having a downfall. Well, that's why we're so suicidal. No, it's because it's a fucking mental disease. You need help. Don't cut your body parts off. Think. Come on. We all got to be better. Especially when it comes to kids. Be better. It's just, you got to be able to, to think a little bit. Right. Yes, I know. Fucking be gay. Be a lesbian. Do you think I give a shit? Fuck no. When you're an adult, if you're 20, you're like, you know what? I want to be a woman. And you chop your dick off and you go through the surgeries and you do. Guess what? Good for you. You're doing what makes you happy. Power to you. I'm proud that you're able to make that decision and you went through with it. And you know what? I hope, I hope it works out for you. I ain't rooting against you. I'm for your happiness. Go get it. But you're a, you're an adult at that time. You're an adult. It's your decision. It's your life then. It's your choice to make. Do it then. No one's against you. But when you're talking about young kids, you're just trying to make them think like you so you have more in the future like you. I don't want my kids to think like me. I don't want my kids to grow up and be like me. I want them to be better. Do I want them to think all these things? No, I keep a lot of my opinions out of it. I keep what I think and how I think away from what they are. I want them to be able to grow up and think for themselves. That's it. Think for themselves. If they're doing something stupid or saying something stupid, I will sit there and I will... What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good idea? Okay, let's see. And give them a little scenario of, was that good or bad? Well, that would be bad. Okay, well, then don't do that thing. Let them just understand. So I said so. Don't do that, I said so. Why? Because I said so. What are they learning from that? Follow rules or else. Instead of, hey, don't do that because of. Well, what do you mean? And then explain it to them. And then even if you can, show them the reasoning. They will end up having better reasoning. They will be able to think and understand, oh, there's a, there, there's a correlation between why things go wrong. And if I do do this thing, this is an outcome. Instead of, no, why? I said so. Oh, okay. Well, when he's not looking, I'm going to do it anyway. And bam, catastrophe. What happened? I did the thing. I said no. Well, why, why, how is the kid supposed to know what's going to fucking happen? It's just we all got to be better for each other. Look out for each other. Look out for the kids, man. Look out for the kids. Let the kids be kids. Fucking YouTube, I swear to God, too. I mean, walk in the front room all the time. He's got the remote. These fucking stupid Google TVs. Can't get rid of YouTube. You gotta, they can fucking always find a way to sneak it on there. Watching all these stupid... It's not really bad, bad shit, but it's the stupid people playing Roblox and whatever. They're just being goofy and dumb, and they think it's funny being dumb. It's just like, I really, I'm about to look up where you live and take a nice vacation to punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's on my to-do list. Starting to hunt down a bunch of YouTubers just to punch them straight in the jaw. Put that on YouTube, asshole. Ah, oh, that was a good rant. I got that one. That felt good. But main thing for everybody, I'm hoping, is keep at it. Don't be discouraged. Stay true to yourself. Make goals so you can keep your goal in sight. It's hard to keep a goal in sight when you don't have a goal in the first place. 
So until next time, everybody, thank you for diving deep. And I hope everybody has a blessed week.